Welcome to Life Karma. It is so bright we must wear shades. <laughs> the sun only shines on the cool people. The very cool. We are masked up with sunglasses on, here to visit with you about life's endless journey. And to not give corona to each other. Yes, I, I have an anti-corona action going on here. Yes. Do not want any of the corona. Man, this is making my mask like totally like my my I mean, my glasses like fogging up, fogging up. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. here we are. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Life Karma. Welcome to oh, jeez, the messed up brains of Sam and Brian. <laughs> so, so good to see everybody. Yeah, feels good to be back. Feels good. I'm wearing pants. <laughs> really? I, I usually wear shorts I'm, when we do this. Yeah, so I'm, like, like, well, yeah. I'm wearing, wearing pants. pants. Well, I'm happy you're wearing pants. Yeah, so. me too. I'm sure right. our listeners are too. Yeah, I'm wearing pants. Mm. Hope um, you guys like this um, YouTube video because I think uh, we didn't do very well on the last one because I made some mistakes. So it got shut down. Yeah, it got shut down. That's on me, but the podcast is up, and, and everyone loved it. I don't know. I had people telling me I pushed Sam's buns too much, so you know what? Screw you. I, I can do whatever the frick I want. <laughs> yeah, so what I have to do is I had to recover because he beat me up so badly, so I read this book by Sarah Knight called Get Your Shit Together. That beat you up that bad? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. This yeah. is the book. Yeah, I wish we. You it's a fascinating book, a lot of vulgarity in it, but yeah, Sarah, if you want to sponsor us, we're here. Yeah, there's some wisdom in the book, some pretty good wisdom. I liked it. There you go, Sarah. Sarah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Whatever. People read our books, okay, that we suggest. Yes, so, because you know, because we're that cool. The book I'm into now is as an old classic by Daniel Goleman called Emotional Intelligence. The brilliant book. Yeah, so absolutely brilliant. A couple podcasts ago, you said your dad had it all marked up and made me want to read it again. So it's it's one of those that you could read like 1,200 times. Oh, no, it's really good. It's really good. Mm. The concept of uh, intellectual intelligence only takes you so far. You need a combination of an intellectual intelligence and emotional intelligence. That's that's what really helps you. It's the only way you're going to get anywhere. Yeah, if you want to get anywhere, right? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, you can be really smart and. Call the guys that are, are the gals help. boss that have really high emotional intelligence <laughs> with right. way less IQ. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Well, a lot of crazy things this oh, week. Oh, my goodness gracious. Trump is now out of the hospital. Yeah, that brings me to segment number one. Oh, segment one. Segment one. Segment one. One, 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 one. Uno, uno. uno. <laughs> we need to put a video effect. One, one. one. <laughs> we should look. Yes, we need to. We're just creating more work for you. Oh, yeah. I'm just like... I do nothing in my life but work and then do video editing. Yes. <laughs> Problem is, yes. I, I feel That's bad okay. for him sometimes. That's okay. Yeah, he doesn't feel too bad. Sometimes. I got him a birthday gift, and he didn't receive the gift very well. I mean, he's not I a gift. thank you. It was awesome. He did say thank you. It was thought out. I hate receiving gifts. I know. It's just not, it's not exclusive. So I just, it's more practical. This is a practical gift I got you this year. See, but I'm not good at receiving any of the gifts. Yeah, so I know. Whether you like even bought me lunch or something now. Yeah. Happy birthday. Maybe well, I will you. buy you lunch. I'm going to no. get you some crumble cookies for your actual. Oh, this is an early gift because his birthday's coming up in the next nine days. So in the next nine days. <laughs> <laughs> and his social security number is. Is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Segment number one. 
Rumor of the week. Rumor of the week. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Rumor of the week. Here's the rumor of the week, in my opinion. I don't think Trump had COVID. Yeah, and this Red Bull is really good, but I really don't think he had COVID. I don't know. You're not the first person that told me that. A lot of people, a lot of my friends think it was all just a farce. Well, he's got to get the, he's got to get the suburban mom vote. And what better way to do that is to get some sympathy. Yeah, I guess. Like what's happened to Melania? Anybody tell us anything about Melania? Melania, she tweeted out that she was fine. She's staying in the White House and she's fine. She's fine now? Or Mm -hmm. was she ever, I mean, like. No, I think she had it. She just said she was doing fine. Those news conferences were horrible. Just like, did you not, or did you give him oxygen? Did you do this? But it's oh, like, like, come on, people. I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's They're going to twist any, everybody's going to twist whatever anybody says to whatever they want to hear. So, so whatever. do you think he had COVID? I do. Yeah. You, yeah but then yeah. again, you know, I believe in aliens that are heavenly beings. No, 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 no. I was going to say, but then again, <laughs> Sam believes in love. I believe in love. <laughs> Hey, we had a good dose of love this weekend. We had a lot of wise people share uh, prophetic and wonderful things with us. Um, in our uh, twice a year, our, in our faith, we we hear from our leaders, and they had some great things to say. They were there was a message, general message of come togetherness and overcoming opposition, and don't be so divisive, right? Yeah, I saw someone put up um, a Black Lives Matter um, sign in their front yard after general conference and saying, now it's okay to put these in our front yard. Okay. And I'm like, when was it not okay? Yeah, it's always okay. You get your own opinion on everything. Our our neighbor over here has a gigantic flag. Trump flag. A Trump tree. Like it's it's gigantic. It says get on the Trump train. (laughs) Hey man, and you know what? I embrace his right to do whatever. They both get the right to do whatever the freak they want. It's called freedom of speech. But his flag's kind of kind of kind of coming into the street. Sorry, Dave. But it is. I mean it's kinda in the street. But he's you know, he's making a strong statement there. That is a very strong statement. Rumor of the week, Dave. I don't think Trump had COVID. Yes. I think he did have COVID. What makes you think that? Well, he looked like shit. Yeah, but when like, he went into the hospital, did you watch all of like his Twitter videos and stuff? I did. Hmm. Did you see him like when he got back to the White House? It looked like he was kind of having a hard time breathing. On he, video. Was, he was grabbing the railing on the way up the stairs. I noticed that. But then like some some deep breaths. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure COVID kicks your ass a bit. I just don't believe. I don't know. Maybe I don't believe anybody anymore. Well, well, that's part of your profession. You're paid not to believe people. Other You're, than my client. Yes. <laughs> Other than your client. And hopefully you believe yes. me occasionally. Sometimes. Only when I talk logical. Only when you're not talking about love. Yes. <laughs> of course. I sent oh. him a text that was pretty funny, but he didn't get it, I guess. So that was super funny. I didn't see it, but if I would have got it, I would have like sent like the middle finger emoji back over. Yeah. Like my little tray you got me yeah. for my birthday. Yeah. Supreme. Good thing you guys can't see it. It's a Supreme. Yeah. Cause it'd be censored. Yeah. It'd be way. It'd be, we get kicked off. Again. We'd get kicked off. Oh, sorry guys. <laughs> All righty, oh, man. Well, All right. segment number two, segment two after the, the whole, whatever. I mean, Trump, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter. Does it matter? Would it matter if you knew he was faking it? Uh, yeah, because then it would just be a show. It'd be a, it'd make the shit show a double shit show. <laughs> what well, is a show? It's election year. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's definitely a show. Yeah. Right. So I was listening to Jordan Peterson, 
And I want to call this the Jordan Peterson segment. Oh, yes. Because he's very thought-provoking. Oh, yes, he is. I, I, I yeah. like, I've read many of his books, and I like what he has to say generally. And I also believe he did have COVID. Oh, when he went into that coma and stuff? Yeah, like, he, I believe he had it. Wow, that's, you're, just, you're sure this isn't segment number one? <laughs> I know, like major rumors there. Because uh, he claimed that he was addicted to some kind of drug and that he couldn't get off it, and he had to go into a coma to get off it. Well, his daughter talks about him having He went to COVID. Russia. Really? And that when they come back, they still have to quarantine even though they've had it like a month and a half ago. Okay, well, that's interesting. Maybe he had COVID. He, back to Canada. He's, um, he looked like shit when, when he had started doing videos again. Yeah. He looked really weak and like he was struggling. So I'm glad to see that he's well, returning to health. Well, where his mind goes sometimes, I can understand maybe if he was on something. <laughs> that's true. I'm just like... That's true. Because, like, sometimes you ever feel like when you listen to him or read his stuff, like, you're like, okay, dude, you're going down, like, a rabbit hole you're never getting out of. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's just, he's just a really smart dude that really blows up liberals. He does. But what's interesting, this one is, like, he, um, this podcast is his most recent episode. It's a lecture he gave at a university. He talks about a ton of different things, but I like that he said, you know, science and Christians don't get along. Because they totally believe two different things, right? Like, he's all, the problem is they're both wrong. Oh. He's like, they both take extremes. Okay. So I thought it was interesting. He's like, who's to say things in the Bible didn't happen? But who's also to say science is always right? Because we've shown it's not always right science. Well, yeah, I mean, science 100 years ago was not the science it is today. I don't know what really the definition of science is. Right. What is the definition of science what is the scientific method? We should call this segment the scientific method. Yeah, BS. Scienti- like, what is, let's remind our listeners on what the scientific method is. Do you remember? Yeah, isn't it like something like you keep testing something? Well, you create a hypothesis, That's right, right? which it. is a good guess, right? Yes. Then you test it with standard testing to prove whether it's right or wrong. And if you can test it enough, it becomes a scientific law, like a law. Well, like, like a vaccine. A, like a vaccine. So the science, but there's always outliers. <laughs> the scientific method. I guess they're using that in the um, the vaccine. You think they're using the scientific method to get our vaccine? No, no, no. no I think they're just gonna inject us with crap. <laughs> like, Let me just inject you. Yeah, I'm gonna inject you with the. Yeah, we're all living in the matrix, and I've been injected with the scientific method. So this is how I'm gonna go get my vaccine. I'm yeah. just gonna put my glasses on and be like, no, don't shoot me, bro. Yeah. So. That's good. I just want to see you dodge bullets and shit. Like, the, like, yeah, like uh, Keanu. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. The vaccine. God, we get off on these so these tangents, but yeah, the vaccine is like, I know they're shooting me up with crap. Well, here's did you, the, get, did you get the flu vaccine this year? I did. I did not. I did it two weeks ago. And the lady goes, you'll be fully back immunized in the next two weeks. I'm like, really? Well, thank you. From what? From some... The flu that, it, that magically... Changes all the time. Last year, I got a flu shot and I got sicker than a damn dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not getting it this year. I think I had a, I think I had COVID before, but because it was like in December, I'm like, no one cared. Yeah, whatever. It was so sick. Nobody has sympathy for any of us. You and me, especially. No one has sympathy. Oh, for us. do we need sympathy? Yeah. I don't know. No. We don't need sympathy. We need no. empathy. Everybody needs. No, empathy. we don't need that either. Yes, empathy and sympathy. They, that that gets us on the nah. love train there. Love train. Yeah. Uh, what no. if you were to take the love concept and put it in the scientific method? It'd fail. 
It'd laboratory. Fail every time. It'd fail it wouldn't every fail. Time. It would. It would be like because um, you can't measure it. Something it would, that doesn't exist. It would be quantum physics. It would like be the unexplainable. Oh, like a, like a black hole. At least you can see the black hole. Yeah, you and I can't see it. A super whammy telescope can see it. Yeah, but love. To, you can't measure something that doesn't exist. <laughs> you can't. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to, I'm not going to let it push my buttons today, but, um, but, um, the Red Bull gets me going. It does. It gets me like, I get so pumped and hyped. So what's the hypothesis? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The problem of relevance. And and this is a good point. I mean, the problem of relevance, what's relevant in your life? Like, do we overload ourselves with irrelevant things? Oh, absolutely. It's called distractions. Right. But he hypothesized that a lot of mental illnesses is because we over-exaggerate things that are irrelevant. We're not making our life as simple as it should be. And I'm like, you speak for yourself, buddy. And and he, you mean? Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the problem of relevance, I mean, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's that, a really strong statement. So I've been, uh, for the last 30 years, I've been on this journey to help people find purpose and meaning. It's sort of my thing. Right. And that would be the way that Jordan Peterson would call it relevance. I, to me, there's power in living with purpose. And when you don't live with purpose and you don't have a goal, you don't have goals, you know, it's really hard to have a really fulfilling life. You know, if you don't live with purpose, you're just randomly doing shit. Um, but how do you, and that's a good point, but then how do you keep the irrelevant things out as you're going towards yeah, those goals? That's a very, very good point. Because you've got you've got to keep the relevance in perspective yeah. and keep it focused. Otherwise mm-hmm. the irrelevance just comes and yeah. takes us away. So you want me to answer that question? I don't know. It, it, Cause you, you may not want to answer it. Like, cause I have an answer for that question. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to blow up your answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw you off so bad by saying that. Didn't I can't wait to blow it up. Yeah. So the question was, how do you stay on the path? Um, and avoid all the distractions. The answer to that question is focus. Keeping keeping uh, the outcome, the desired outcome, in the forefront of your mind, in in the um, in your view. Because if you can't see it, you can't do it. So, my my um, my argument would be my scientific method argument would be. To avoid distractions, you focus on the things that, that matter most, the highest levers, the the biggest, um, uh, the low-hanging fruit, whatever's going to get you to your end in mind, your 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 desired outcome, that is simply, um, it is simply a mental exercise and focus that you follow up with action. And the problem with that, the problem that we have today is there are so many distractions with social media and news, uh, fake news and, and complex factors and forces that fill the world. Every waking moment is an opportunity to be distracted. And we're all like Jojo, the Indian circus boy with this pretty new pet, you know, like from Tommy boy. Yes. 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 <laughs> and everybody's like, Oh, shiny coin. Oh, ow. you know, yes, and, uh, squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. Uh. So if you can just get the discipline to focus on the things that matter most, you know, you can, you can live with purpose and power and, and that's just, that takes tenacity and that takes work. And so what, what it's distra- not a free gift. So what distractions do you allow to come in though? I mean, that's because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, yeah, great. Yeah. So focused. But what about like, you know, having dinner, 
having lunch, getting your kids school. Are those on. distractions or are those times for family gathering? That's and definitely distractions. No, they're not. That's depends, a distraction. Depends on your outcome. Depends on who's like. So, so you can, you can change your goal and focus then. Like if you of have, course. Like, you can have more than one goal. Well, so you have sub goals. So I would say how you keep on it. Like the more intense the goal, the more intense the focus needs to be. Do you ever listen to Business Wars podcast? No. Mm. That's a really intense focus, people, when they're fighting like Xbox versus PlayStation, when they go over that. And I'm thinking, because I'm thinking when you when you say, you know, you got to be so focused, like it's got to be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how you avoid distraction is through focus. Right. So I'm thinking back to the times of my life when I've had to do that, when I've had to, and I think about all the things I had to put to the side. Mm-hmm. All the dis- all the trade offs you did, yes, mm-hmm. pretty much everything. Well, and you, and you guess what you got a Judas except, doctorate. Yeah, except for food, mm-hmm. water, and occasional going out to dinner. Yeah, most people most people live a life that's full of distractions. Well, but think about too, this too. And this is what made me think about when you're saying that is so many people are like, well, I'm living the here and now. Well, yeah, that's living in the moment. That's not being, I mean, living in a mindful. No, it's not. Yeah, living in the here and now is a distraction. Living in the here and now is not worrying about the future, not not regretting the past, but taking in the moment you have. You and I sitting in this chair, speaking in these microphones, started out everything with sunglasses and masks. That is the moment. And there's nothing distracting about living in the moment, seeing that red dot right there. No, that's part of the goal. That's part of the focus hyper goal. That's Dude, not, you're losing me in the moment. You're losing me. Like, like I don't know. Like we have a goal that we want a successful podcast or, or video right. or whatever, right? So this is part of that. We're yeah, we have to focus every that. week to do this. Yeah, we're podcast. in that. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Living in the here and now is like I'm just gonna have a good day. I don't really care if we do the podcast or not. That's <laughs> living in the here and now is nothing like that. You can be focused like and. Is. Okay. I don't know what you think. Well, you're feeling that. And usually that's the flaw in your logic here today. Is that I'm feelings feeling. aren't facts. I'm oh, sorry. you just priest. You want to talk? <laughs> so I just pushed his button, man. Role reversal. Say? I'm talking about feelings. Did you just say feelings are not facts? They are not facts. Then love is not a fact. Well, that's you can say whatever you want. Love is a feeling. Yeah. Well, love allows me to focus. Bingo. And press forward. Bingo. Bingo. Oh, like he touched my ass out somehow. Like, oh, wow. He just hammered me. Yeah, I'm about ready to have another sip. Of Red Bull after that one. <laughs> Is this, don't you feel like, though, like every time I run into someone that lives in the here and now or, you know, today's a good day, bro. Like, I'm just having a good day. Like, I'm just going to stay in that good day. Like, was it? No, you're not. Living in the here and now and being mindful are two different things. I never said anything about being mindful. Well, that's what that's what I'm that's defining. What you're that's what you're I'm defining, defining living in the here and now as being mindful and present in the moment. Oh, well, that's totally something different than what I was saying. Okay, then fine. We we no, agree. We, to disagree. We agree. No, we agree. We're but just it takes using different terms. It takes focus to be mindful, and mindful actually helps you refine focus to to um, own your outcomes. This is an area that I've studied a lot about. No, you, that's why I'm asking you. 
Yeah, that's what I would say. If we were to put this in a scientific method kind of scenario, my hypothesis would be living in a mindful state with a clear goal, clarity around some gutsy goal out in the future, and knowing the leverage you have to focus on to achieve that goal, being mindful every day and hold yourself accountable to that and being committed to it is how you'll, is how you'll own your outcomes and produce your outcomes and predict your outcomes. I think that would hold up under some scientific method if we were able to me measure that. So let me ask you this. Do you think it sure to hell work for me? Oh, yeah, but okay, well, that's a whole nother. Yeah, I, I can go autobiographical to yeah, defend it, right? Well, yeah, yeah, but that's always, but the self perception is always different than self reality. Well, everyone's the hero of their own story. That's what I mean. Like, self perception is always different. So, do you believe to be successful then? Do you guys like this? Is like a court of law. So he is, yeah. I'm on the stand every week. <laughs> If we put the scientific so, method on this, I'm on the stand every funny. week and you're cross-examining my house. That's yes. hilarious. Go, well, go. Well, here's the thing is like, it's funny you should say that because <laughs> I've been studying narcissism. <laughs> so you've been studying Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. And allegedly myself because <laughs> narcissists like to ask questions to put you in boxes to get oh, their answers yes, out by okay, asking so, questions. So, okay. so I'm ready for the cross-examination. Straight narcissist here yeah. is what I am. <laughs> so I'm ready for the cross-examination. self-aware. Yes, of course. That's the first step. Self-aware. I'm Owning here. the addiction. All right. So my question was <laughs> to, to um, owning the addiction. Narcissism as an addiction. Uh, it's, I'm saying. It has to be an addiction. It's got to be somewhat of an addiction. Okay. Um, so to be successful then, do you believe you have to be focused? Oh, Absolutely. Okay, so you don't, you can't be successful without being focused. You can be successful because you're lucky. But Is you lucky can't really success. Well, some people win the lottery. I know, but I guess so. You're defining success as money. No, I'm not defining success as money. <laughs> I never said anything about money. The I hell, you did. You said you could win the lottery, and I'm like, well, that's no, not success. no. I'm just saying that was just an example of one of many. I'm just like you said it, not me. So okay. I'm just like trying to follow up on so, that. So man, he's badgering the witness, Your should, Honor. He's badgering like, the witness. I could have been a heck of a reporter <laughs> <laughs> for CNN or Fox News. Well, I'm gonna give well, you I mean, very Fox leading News, questions. Everybody that's a Fox News anchor is an attorney. I'm sure they use that to good uh, to good measure, right? They yeah, use that's, it's such it's such a messed up doctorate. It really like you spend the whole first year realizing how stupid you are. Uh -huh. And then they teach you how to just basically be a narcissistic a-hole. Yeah. Well, you had good training. Oh. So, and you've had good practice, so you can put on that mask pretty easily. Okay, wow, so any other cross-examination yeah. wow. points? Focus. This is fabulous. This, this scientific method opened the door to the metaphor is I'm being cross-examined every week. With um, well, you with definitely the, are with because, Brian Arnold because even if you're right, I like to try and prove you wrong. Of course, I love it. I don't know why I enjoy that though, because that's how you're built. That's how your mind and brain and body work. I know it's like, but you can't listen to something without being like counterpoint. You know, like whether I'm listening to the news, where I'm listening to <laughs> someone else talk, yeah. whether I'm listening to a church talk, whether I'm in, I don't know, my child. I was I was overhearing Drake's um. They had an economic video they were supposed to watch and write something about. And I'm like listening in. I'm like, oh, that's kind of right. Oh, well, what, what about this? What about and I'm like, just shut your mouth, Brian. Like, don't say a word to him. But I'm like, you're teaching my kid stuff. And I want to teach the other side of, of the coin. Critical thinking. Yeah. 
Well, he'll he'll learn that soon enough. He's he's been raised in your household. That's not my phone. It must be mine. You're popular. Yeah, I'm popular. But anyway, sorry so, for the ding. Uh, I bet people at home are having their phones ding. Yeah, I should have turned my phone to AirPlay. Oh, who I cares? To, no so one cares. I mean, it's cool. Gonna, we're gonna you guys are going to suck. Yeah, it's gonna, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I care less what you guys think about it. I'm going to put my glasses back oh, on. Okay, you do that, and then you cross-examine me again more about this scientific method around well, I just think, uh, driving okay, your so outcomes. So tell me what successful means to you so that I can understand how being, winning the lottery makes me successful. Well, success means different things to different people. To me, success means um, living my mission and purpose in life with as much um, energy as I can. What the frick does that mean? Well, my purpose is... What's your purpose? No, seriously. You really want to know? No, I want to know, like, what is your real purpose? Like, do you... What is... And obviously, I'm going to guess your purpose has changed over time. Yeah, it's been refined over time. But okay. it's been directionally so, so the tell same. tell me what your purpose is. My purpose is to... Help people unlock their passion to change, learn, and grow, and be better people regardless of their circumstance and environment. All right. So if you if you are successful at that, but you are homeless, are you successful? I, that's that's a trick question. Uh, let me tell you, yeah, I can be successful at that and not be homeless. I know, but that wasn't the question. Yes, I would say yes. I'm successful. Yes. The answer is yes, Your Honor. Yes. yes I, I am successful. successful. Even if I am homeless, if I spent my life helping a brother out, helping them reach their potential, doing what they were meant to do All right, and let's, homeless, let's stay with that. yes. Let's stay with that hypothetical for a second. You are now successful. You are now homeless. Where did that get you? It got me the legacy of helping people who needed their help. Um, and I can die a happy man. Well, you might die because you're, you know. If I'm homeless, I guess I wouldn't get proper medical care and I'd die yeah, from yeah. COVID or some Unless shit. you live in Canada. Well, yeah, if I lived in Canada, we can always do that. You know, my wife's Canadian, so we can but, just move there. Well, Jordan Peterson lives there and he still went to Russia, though, for medical care. He did because um, even though they got medical care for everybody, it's the, the cutting edge care is probably found in other places. So here's the thing about... I don't know, man. I don't know if I can be in the same room. You're too, you look too cool. I, I am too cool. <laughs> so I'm thinking like success here. Like it has to be a balance of money and goal oriented where you want to be. Because I don't find... I don't think I could say I'm successful if I'm like, for example, I get a Juris Doctor and I practice a lot, but I can't get any clients. Right, right. That, I, I no, don't no, feel no, no. I mean, I would if I can't provide for my family, I, w I would feel like a failure. But so I want to do my mission you? and be able to provide for my family. Right. So and that part of that's not being homeless. Right. Have so a home. then success involves money. Then too. Of course. Okay. Just making sure. Of course. Did you get the answer you saw? Yeah, because I mean, like, I'm thinking money has to be involved in this. Money's involved in everything. Well, money, money makes the world go round. Yeah. And you, I mean, 30 years from now, when they figure out where all this money went during this pandemic, it's going to be a good history channel show. Oh, I'm sure it is. It just went to just, it made a lot of people rich. I guarantee you there are people making millions of dollars somehow. Oh, do you can't think not about the governmental contracts? Oh, they're gigantic. Oh, Jeez. we haven't figured yet to monetize this, but we did put a, we did put an ad on our little life karma face masks. 
uh-huh. like four months ago and Facebook. Yeah. Thanks. Facebook. Rejected it and said, we can't. And banned us. Banned us because we're trying to profit off a pandemic. And it was, I'm like, it was, and we were actually giving them away for free. Yeah. When you bought a t-shirt like this cool t-shirt is one of my favorite t-shirts. I had this in a t-shirt, a long sleeve and a hoodie. And it's perfect for Thanksgiving. What do we call it? I mean, not for Thanksgiving. It's perfect for Halloween. What do we call this I one? I can't even remember now. So cool. It's, it's a skull cool. and everything. Yeah, uh, but we did release one that's got like an inner piece kind of thing. Yeah. Patagonia looking kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys go on there by that. It's a long sleeve. It's nice. It's cold outside. Yeah. It's getting colder. You need to. Was I serious enough when I said that? You did. I felt like really serious. Like you staring at the camera. Serious. Like, hey, buy the shirt. Buy the shirt. I wonder if we could have a scientific method on making our merchandise sell better. <laughs> it's funny because every, every, whenever somebody orders, they always order again. Yeah, well, so we got good repeat buyers. Yeah, we have great repeat buyers. So thank you to all of you out there. Yes, thank you. We appreciate your support. I'm not homeless. So so we must be successful. Yeah, neither am I. So, so I give me a scenario measures. under which you are homeless and you are successful. Well, when I was 15, I was homeless. Everything I owned fit in an orange duffel bag. It's right over there in that corner. <clears throat> is that the original one? That is the original orange duffel bag. I, I think you a, should put up a picture of that. Yeah, I'll put a picture of it on the thing so people can see it's it. your book. I want your book. I had, a, I had a couple of, couple pairs of jeans, some underwear, and some T-shirts in that bag, and I packed it with all my hopes, dreams, and hard work and got to damn work. And I stayed in people's friends' houses and slept on their sofas and spare bedrooms and for a few years, and... I went to work. I got narrowly focused around getting a college scholarship t- to play football. And uh, everything I lived for, ate, drank, sleep, focused, was becoming a great athlete so that I could get my education paid for. It's exactly what happened. was homeless, yet I was successful. You know, I was thinking about that this I week. earned a full-ride football scholarship to Georgia Tech. I, was I know that was a second question I asked you in our friendship. No, no. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Don't even take me there. <laughs> sorry, go I'll get, ahead. I'll get I'll focus. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a counterpoint. I'm yes, actually giving you back. Like, okay. It's like, go ahead. You, I interrupted you. I'm no, sorry. I was just thinking about uh, what you went through at 15 and this week. And I was thinking about sports and stuff and the poli- the politics that sometimes of sports. Mm-hmm. It's definitely but political. You didn't have anybody playing those politics for you. I didn't have anybody helping me. No, so, you were just. Well, hold on. I had a few people helping me. Yeah, but like. That's because you were so good. It wasn't because you're Johnny down the block whose parents donate a ton of money to the junior high and blah, blah, blah. I definitely think if I would have been black, I wouldn't have had the opportunities that I had. I mean, oh, to be honest, if I'm honest fair. with myself. I mean, like, I But, I, but when I you understand. get to college level, it doesn't matter. No, it's just like who, who plays better. Yeah. Right. But I think even getting up to that point, you just... It just always reminds me of my dad saying, you have to be so good, they have to play you. Exactly. That is, that's my whole theme in life. Right. You, you, there is no if, ands, or buts. Yeah. If you rely on um, favors or blah, 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 you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. I uh, Recently, um, my son's work has had a big shakeup. And uh, one of the things I told him when he started this new job about a year ago was you become indispensable. Yeah. You understand me? Indispensable. And that is really helping him thrive. to be. You have to be. You have to, we have to learn how to become indispensable to, unless we want to go to homeless. <laughs> well, you just said, you, you, I, in my mind, I always have to think, if this ended tomorrow, who's keep, who are you keeping? Who are you going to be kept? What is separating you right. from everyone else? Yeah. How do you make the cut? Right. Right. The answer is focus. 
people that focus and achieve in the midst of chaos and distraction are the people that are kept. I think to be able to focus, though, you have to actually want it. Like oh, yeah. You can't just say no, it's so good. It. So in my Orange Duffel Bag book, the first rule for the road, there's seven rules for the road. First rule for the road, desire. Without desire, there ain't no goal achievement. There's no focus. There's nothing. If you can't ignite desire in your soul to move forward to a better place... It just doesn't happen. And that usually is articulated in a, some kind of gutsy goal. Um, the interesting thing is human performance does not improve without a goal, some kind of goal, some kind of desire, desired outcome. Um, and yet people work every day, nine to five, five, six days a week, sometimes longer, and they don't have a goal. Like it's just beyond me. And um, they're robots. They are. And, and so guess what? They're not improving. Without a goal, you don't improve. No. You had a goal to get a Judas doctorate. You improved in three years. You got your, got your Judas doctorate. You had a goal to run your own firm. You, you know, your dad did not. Yeah. You know, he had this successful firm and he closed it right, right after you graduated. Month. The I same month in. you graduated. From. Same month I got sworn in. He was like, thanks, pops. Yeah. So what what happened was that's the best thing he could have ever done for you. Yes. Worst thing at the time. Yeah, of course. But best thing now. Myoptic. I was looking at the myoptic. Anyways, right, right. But the thing about it is you had to say no to distractions and you had to get your shit together like that book yeah. and you had to, you know, start it up. Right. Yeah. You work for a firm for a year and you're like, I can do this. And you open your own firm yeah. and had some success early and voila, 10 years later, 13, you know, 12 years later, you're you're kicking ass in a successful firm. Well, it's just like you make your own luck. You do. I agree. By that hyper focus. Are we cooperating here? No, no, wait a minute. Well, this is what happens when this, you use me as an example. I'm like, of course that's perfect. I mean, like, of course. And I'm like, we're not arguing. That's because it's about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's about me, sure. Absolutely. Fine. Oh my Whatever gosh, say, that's this funny. Great. Thank you. What else comes to your mind with the scientific method? Anything else you want to say about this? Uh, intuition cannot be measured. Like your 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 really? gut. Your, your consciousness, gut? your those feelings that sometimes you make decisions that you that logically aren't the right decision, but they end up being the perfect right. decision. So what I say, what I say about this is you need to use your head, your intellect, look at the data, use your heart, your emotion, and then go with your gut. Because there's a mini brain in your heart and in your gut that your gut knows what to do before your brain and heart know what to do. Well, it's like, I think Jordan Peterson, I can't remember if it was Jordan Peterson that said this or Deepak, they said, if you think your brain's in your head, you're stupid. Right, no, it's in your whole body. Like, And I write about this in my, my third book called Guts. Um, it's really, there's a lot of scientific evidence to what you're saying is accurate, right? I, mean, I, I, right. Think, I think we make the best decisions when we can slow down enough to look at the facts, um, look at our emotions, and then go with our gut. It has never let me down, not one single solitary time. Mm -hmm. You had an experience yesterday where, I mean, you told me over the weekend where you did something purely out of the gut and you had a great feeling about it. It's mm -hmm. probably the right thing to do. Right. right. It was not logical. Not logical at all. Sometimes these two override this. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, as long as you got two of the three, you're good. Yeah. The, and when they're all yeah. three lined up, you're definitely good. Well, I hate it when a client says, but my gut tells me to do this. And I'm like, gosh, dang, I'm not allowed as a lawyer to tell you what I, my gut 
is telling me to do. Yeah, yeah. But you know the facts, and you you can see the emotion differently. Right. So two of the three is on your side if they're just wanting to say, well, I have a, I have a feeling that, and they don't even know that their feelings just want to hose their their yeah. ex. Right. Well, it's just like <laughs> it's being driven by pride and greed right. or anger or whatever. Yeah, it's just like that. Consciousness is more powerful, but it's not something I think you can be that can be measured when it comes to decisions. Yeah, I would I would say that consciousness is something really hard to measure. Yeah, and so I don't think the scientific method can work for that. I mean, how could it? So my question would be, how how could we apply the scientific method to measure consciousness? That would be a cool study. Well, the CIA tried to do it, right? They tried to yeah. spy using consciousness, yeah. using body, using the brain. What do you call it? Last time we we talked briefly about astro projecting. Yes, astro projecting. <laughs> can you yeah. imagine? I crazy. can't imagine. I'd be crazy. I just have vivid, weird dreams, and that's freaky enough for me. I've been having the weirdest dreams. I had a dream Emily died the other night. Oh, that's not good. What the hell? Yeah, what do you think that's saying to you? Saying that I'm screwed if she dies. That's what oh, it's telling Maybe me. it's saying you, you need to give her more attention. Oh, my gosh. Is that possible? <laughs> hey, you know what? She needs to have some attention. You know, if she ever mentions that she watched or listened to this podcast, I'll give her more attention. <laughs> So I'm reading a fascinating book uh, for couples. It's called uh, Wired for Love. Fascinating book. It's a neurological, behavioral approach to working in a cooperative marriage. Sounds horrible. No, it's it's some I mean, heavy it shit. It sounds like it sounds like good outcome, but it sounds horrible to go well, through. They introduce you to this concept of living in the bubble, right? You guys live in the bubble, and in the bubble, it's safe. Um, but the problem is, is we have um, we have this neural net to be at war. You know, and to be at love or be at war, um, be at war takes you out of the bubble. That's why you have arguments and strife. And But being at love or letting your ambassadors in your neural net take over and work through it, not be hyper reactive to, to things can help you keep in the bubble. And the bubble's safe and the bubbles where enjoyable marriages are found. And it's fascinating to me, but it gives you scientific approaches and evidence and all this kind of stuff. And kind of like emotional intelligence. Yeah, you, you definitely you definitely learn to have more emotional intelligence yeah. when you read when you apply the learnings of this book. Women, it's a really good book. Women are hard. <laughs> women say men are hard, but men are not hard. Men are simple. They're like little puppies. Yep. You want you just give them a puppy treat and let's say okay, you pet them in the tap him in the head. Thank you, dear. Here's a puppy yeah, treat. Fine. You go do what I need you to do, yeah, and we're we'll fine. fine. We're fine at that point. But women can't. They, I don't know if they don't, don't get that. Or... Last segment. You ready for the last segment? Yes, the last segment. Let's talk about it. Because I love collecting things, so I brought something over. Oh, yes. I collected. Collection. And I think this one's going to surprise you a little bit. Um, it's a, And I'll send you a picture so you can put it up here. Mm. But it is a Pokemon card. It is Charizard VMAX from the Darkness of Blaze. Pokemon collector. Set. So how much would you think this card goes for? Well, I would imagine it cost no more than five bucks when you bought it originally. Probably a buck. Well, is it, is these packs came out about four or five months ago. Four or five months ago. So Pokemon. Oh, shit. What's that? I'm going to keep the first part of that in a, in a video. Like, what the hell's going on? The end of the world. It was an Amber Alert. It's an Amber Alert. So I hope they do find a child in a GMC Yukon. Uh, Utah likes to play egg. G4PP. Okay. Thank you for that public service announcement. But back getting to back to the question, Ooh, Charizard. That scared me. This is, you know, that was a little freaky. I thought, oh, nothing's yeah. shaking. I'm like, okay. I know. I was like, hmm. 
So you said this is four or five months old. Yeah. And I would I would imagine the case it's in costs at least five bucks. So three dollars for that case. Three dollars for the case. Tell us. I'm so I'm in suspense. What's the six to eight hundred dollars? No. Yes. For that card. <laughs> six to eight hundred dollars. I pulled it out of a pack. How do you know it's six to eight hundred dollars? Like on eBay. eBay. Is it just a rare card or something? Yep, it's a rare card. Wow. Anyway. Can you believe stuff like that? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that is a distraction for me. Six to eight hundred dollars. I would take six to eight hundred dollars invested in our life karma studios, is what I would do. Well, I didn't pay that. I got a pack. But you're the master of buying shit like this and selling it and making money. Yeah, you I do got that two with sneakers. You got two of them. Yeah. So you can sell them for twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm just like letting them go up more. Of course, because that's what you do. Well, I just stopped at Target one day and got a few packs. Of course, and you found six hundred dollar little gem in there. I stupid. What else do you collect besides? We know you collect sneakers. Yeah. You collect cards like yeah. Charizard or Pokemon <laughs> yeah, cards. Charizard, Pokemon. What crazy? else do you collect? You collect watches. I you buy a new watches. watch. I buy a new watch. I'm not going to talk about that this time. <laughs> What else do you collect? Lots you collect of stupid stuff. gold. You collect gold. gold and silver. Gold and silver. Can you find it? You must have it. Uh, you know, I collect Supreme stuff. Supreme. I collect. Oh, dude, the problem is, is that part of my brain, I love collecting things. Yeah. So here's the danger, people. He may become a hoarder later in life. Distractions. Distractions. <laughs> Relevance. Yes. It's irrelevant. It's really irrelevant. So yes. anyway. We may be close to out of time here. and Well, I, we want you to try the scientific method this week and uh, prove some things right or wrong in your life. Have a conversation and do good in the world. No. You got, yep. You got, you got the closing music for us? I don't know. Do good in the world. I was just thinking about that as you were saying. <laughs> You're like, oh, shut up, Sam. Whatever. Like, oh, that's harsh. <laughs> that's hard. Life karma out. Peace out, people. May you have enjoyable metaphysical enjoyment and peace and harmony out of body live with clarity and focus and be clear in all that you do peace out <laughs>